right system for due to the fact that I imagine space is a little weird here and, and just like in, and spatial dimensions don't always make sense. Suddenly, Bezerkir and John Doe find themselves in sidecars on a cosmic motorcycle as we zoom over to Voidwalker. And as we do, walls start kind of like flying out of the void towards Voidwalker and forming around her. And it's forming a one-to-one recreation of the apartment in Tokyo. And also as the camera cuts back to the three of us, we are all wearing our disguise outfits from Tokyo. And uh, Boyd Walker is once again wearing this blue uniform. And she seems startled why she is sitting at the kitchen table, bowl of cereals in front of her. I'm just going to say that I would not have sort of mentally like put void walker in the school uniform i would have if so if she did that that's fine but i wouldn't have done that to her i'm just trying to create a familiar environment for her but the rest of it it all sounds right turns around why are you here what's going on gotta be honest kid i kind of i feel like i should be asking you the same question why uh, why is why i'm here uh uh, i I need uh, i was in the middle of putting the sun back i have I had to handle that. That's listen. That's noble, and uh, I appreciate the effort. I do. That said, it seems like just even the effort you were outputting might have uh, kind of created its own sort of catastrophe, so to speak. Reality, as we understood it, was starting to unravel. So, big holes of nothing. I mean, whole like the Sahara disappeared. I think we fixed the Mediterranean, but I'm not so sure about that. Seems like uh. The whole thing's starting to come a little bit undone. We need to put everything back together. Uh, look, we we might have a solution for that. You know, that's what we do. You know that. Kid, we solve stuff. You think you can solve these ones? You know what, kid? And John looks just kind of sad, and he's like, you're right. You can. And uh, I don't want to put that on you yet. We want to make sure you're okay first before we do any more. Listen, uh- I'll be the first to say that I don't think any of us individually or together are strong enough to fix this. I know you are, but you can't go at this alone. The world is literally crumbling as you try. I don't mean just the planet. I mean, reality. You can't do this by yourself. And that's all right. Voids, did you make this world? In a way, yeah, not really. I mean, as someone who's in it, I got to give you a lot of credit. Seems better than I could do. This world is made from waking nightmare. Long story. Honestly, I can imagine it is. But you want to save it? Or maybe I cannot do that. And then you will be gone. So look, I'm going to put it the way Stafford put it to me. So you understand how cybernetics works. I mean, as well as all of us do. You know, you're system one. You're the the one. I talked to a, you know, Lucy Bean. Yeah, that's weird, though. Somehow know who I am, what I am, who I actually am. Yeah. So she said you have potential to become a witch like she is. And if you want to. Yeah, she said that. You can save this world. You'll have to go into arcane matrimony with her. What? Yeah, I know, kid. And if you do that, you can make this world. She explained it to me as one of your games, which would save it. Preserve all this. But that's the thing. You're system one. 
this is your choice. We can't push you. We can't make it for you. And it really, if there's a way for me to deliver this information without us being here, I would have preferred to do that. We can give you advice, but that's it. I know this is a lot and I know it's scary, but for what it's worth for Woodwalker, I've seen you do incredible things, incredible, unlikely, unbelievable things, things that nobody else power set notwithstanding I can can do even anything close to. This is a weird situation, but in a way we don't have long and also we have all the time in the universe. We're here to help, even if it's just talking. Also, I will say, and Johnny points at the bowl of cereal, he says, I don't know if that's actually going to be nutritious in any way, but it should still taste good. I tried pretty hard to kind of get a accurate simulacrum going. I personally find that I always think a little better if I'm chewing on something tasty. Maybe that's just me. I mean, maybe, but I don't want to be too blunt about this, but shit happens. You do the best you can with what you got. By all reckoning, by everything I've ever seen about you, that's what you're doing. You're doing the best you can. How can you say that when you have suffered so much in a world that I've from ankle parts? As much as I recognize that in some ways, maybe in a sort of abstract way here, I am your elder. I don't really think of you like that normally. You know, you're a teammate. You're an equal. But on this one, I'm going to let the old man out just a little bit. That's just life. Life is never what you plan on it being. Life is never always good. I've suffered a lot. A lot of bad things have happened. A lot of great things have happened. You keep going. You do the next part. You wake up and you hope tomorrow's a better one than today. I have lost people I loved very dearly. I have done things that I'm ashamed of. They keep me up at night. I come into work and I'm surrounded by people who care about me objectively, who make time for me, who stop by and bring me coffee. We go to lunch. We talk about the world and everything in it. I have spent days bathed in sunlight, sitting in a boat on a river, listening to a grumpy old dirtbag chatter away about what's wrong with everything and felt utterly content in that moment. There is no life where you get the good without the bad. There is always going to be a point where suffering happens. Always. But I get through it knowing that at some point on the other side of that, I'm going to see the sun again. That makes it easy. And that's what, uh, that's what makes it easier. You know what they say? Existence is suffering. Suffering is existence. Still, I don't think I would trade it for anything. I mean, yeah, I don't know exactly where I came from. I don't know ex exactly what's going to happen in the future. But, you know, I'm okay with that. It's just, you know, the good, what Highwayman said, the good without the bad. How do we know what's good and how do we know what's bad? So, yes. Kid, you took a bunch of discarded partial worlds, weave them together, and sure, we've all suffered. Millions have suffered. And you still weave together worlds that would lead to a better future for everyone. If that's bad, I don't know what good is. Well, it's bad because it's falling apart. Should I explain everything from the You want to tell us? We're here to listen. Yeah, I'm not sure time is actually working right now, but I, I don't know. Is time actually going forward? Are we going backwards? Are we in the standstill? I don't... It's weird. My name is Hante Amira. 
I'm the child of the Emperor. I have been born with the ability to journey into dreams. A lot of effort from my foster family, I suppose. Yeah. Came into dreams, usually, in a situation of great stress, and it took me a while to find I had to do it without the precaution. I could not really come back easily, but I back. thing is, to have to understand is that there is really no travel between you. What you have is what you have. You know, when you wake up from a dream, it's just a dream, but while you're dreaming, it's reality. When you dream you are a butterfly, you are a butterfly. If you dream you are an ant, you can live an entire life as an ant. That is just as real, because it is a dream, it's not make it less real. And it's the same way for everything. What you have there, what is defined, what is made as real, is real. So when you travel to the dreams, not visiting another realm, not visiting another world, you become part of the dream, it becomes real. They mentioned I had to venture into dreams to escape a great tragedy. There are lanterns and caretakers among my foster family that are able to snag us back from one reality to another. For us to remember to stop being butterflies. Human again. I. It took me a while. Makes sense again. But there was also an opportunity. My land is trapped in a loop of ideology of non-ideology. Might be very familiar to what you know today. From capitalism and neoliberalism. I thought to look into dream for a solution to how my reality will learn as the experiences of the succession of dreams in which I was trapped on the meantime led me to believe something was possible. I sought very powerful dreams, the dreams of monarchy and capitalism, so that I could understand what these powerful ideas dream and the worlds that they dream into reality. Or you see, we are not dreamers. Capitalism is a dreamer. We are just living on it. I kept looking into dreams that could give a glimpse of alternative, but all seemed to collapse. The dreams of capitalism and the billions and billions and billions trapped in them. But I could not venture into dreams. I looked into the solutions in nightmares. As I told you, this world is made from fleeting nightmares. Nightmares of capitalism. All the hopes to find a way to defeat capitalism realism. And the ideology of no ideology. I could learn this world as my attempt to restore all those nightmares. Not just be part of a dream, but to force some cohesion. Put them all together. It's now falling to pieces. The nightmares are too fleeting. I gave them a chance to bloom into another world. Maybe that is impossible. Capitalism keeps trying to wake up from the nightmare. I thought that if I became really interested on this dream as an active part, as an active dreamer, I could be another dreamer beyond capital. Stabilize it. And it worked for a while. Cannot work anymore. Since my dreams are not enough to counterbalance the desire of capital. The nightmare is going to be over soon. I... I really don't know what to do. I I was trying to stop it, but I don't think this is going to work. Can you know, leave and leave this world to be another waking nightmare? 
maybe try to find my way home, bring up what I learned. Hopefully I learned enough. I can go back and use whatever remains of my dreams abilities to try to stabilize it. Try to just be another dream like you and hope that I did enough that capitalism does not awake. That's the best I can imagine. Well, kid, if look, if you want to do that, like, we can't stop you. Beyond the morality of it, we couldn't stop you. Lucy Bean seems seemed the most confident I've ever heard a person when she said that through arcane matrimony, you could save this world if that's what you want. If you want to see how this nightmare plays out, I think that that's valid. I think that you going and taking what you've learned here and trying again, I mean, that's, you know, the principle, isn't it? We try and try and try and until it succeeds. I don't know what to tell you, kid. I'm not, I don't want to force you into a wedding with someone you don't know to save something beautiful, but something that may be temporary. I think it be, could be worth it to see how the flowers fully bloom. Can't speak for everybody, but I can say this. I've had a lot of dreams in my many years. A lot of them I thought were nightmares, at least until I got to the end. Sometimes things just start bad, then they get better. They take a turn you didn't expect them to. I used to have this dream that I had all the time back in the middle of a firefight, and I had to watch someone I cared about fade away over and over. Till one night I was having that dream and I realized everything was still. And I was able to walk over to him and hold his hand and tell him I was sorry. He said he forgave me. He said it wasn't my fault. I'm still not sure, you know, we've talked a lot about how dreams are a reality of their own. I'm still not sure if that was him forgiving me or me just making peace with it. But in the grand summation, I don't think it matters. I woke up and I felt okay. I didn't have that nightmare anymore. Sometimes you just gotta ride things out a little bit. I'm with John. I'm not gonna tell you how to how to make your choices. You are, as far as I'm concerned, just as much a member of the team as any of us. You are. Your judgment is something to be trusted in my eyes. No matter what you choose, we'll be right here with you. And if she lets me, I just put like a comforting hand on her shoulder. Yes, she lets you. Well, do you have any way to contact Lucien? John Doe imagines a phone. Johnny imagines John Doe in a, in a lacy apron just over top of his regular clothes, just like the one he wore in Tokyo. If the, when the phone appears, he'll dial the number. But the thing is, she's still holding, waiting for you as you, you call. So you do that and say, say yes, took your sweet time. Come on, please. I have to go. Hey, hold on. I got someone who wants to talk to you. It's Voids. Voids? Mm-hmm. Hand void the phone, or do you want me to put it on speaker? Yeah, no, I'll. I'll. I don't think speaker. I don't. I don't think speaker exists in the seventies. I just invented it. What are you gonna do about it? Whoa, John, you've revolutionized everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they go for a while, and then voids put it down and took the deep breath. It means a lot. You understand what witches are, right? What? Kid, you want me to lie or be honest with you? Be honest. I know it means you're in charge of the world. I know it means that it becomes some sort of a game. And I know it means more opportunity to spend time with you and all the other people I love. I think that's all that really matters. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Witches. If I become a witch, I cannot go back. This game becomes a game. It was a trap from which I escaped. I cannot come back here. I cannot go back home. I am forever traveling between game and game, looking to acquire more pawns to participate in the games of other witch. This world becomes my game and protected by witch magic long I am recognizing other. That does not seem to be an issue. I became a witch, but it's pretty clear that this was a dimension that was humid, game in which I was trapped and I needed to become a witch to escape and I can extend and leave. The world will survive. And arcane matrimony is not the only way. I can be recognized as a witch not only to arcane matrimony, but by the mere fact of being recognized as a witch. And trick for that to challenge another witch to a game. While that game is played, this world will be safe. Give me time to learn more about what it means to be a witch. Find my own terms. Your choice, kid. Dealer's choice, really. But you understand what it means for this world, right? It spins. Tragedy, comedy, all of it. Yeah. But no. I, I, if only I had more power. If there was another solution that beyond the shadow of the doubt save this world because what I fear is if it becomes a game if it if everything just becomes game pieces there is not an answer that can emerge new from this there's not much more that can be learned they've just had enough power to stabilize and maybe there's really something new emerging I cannot imagine where to get this power because that's not the way that being that witches work. They are powerful but fragile. In many ways, I'm gonna become less powerful. I'm gonna depend entirely on being perceived as a witch to get my magic. In many ways, it is like being the child of the emperor. Well, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we don't have any other trick. But let me make a point as to nothing new can emerge. New things emerge in games all the time. Unless it's the D. Hello. <laughs> Uh, it fucking dunked on. That is John Doe's going to just. Um, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. In this, are you not aware of my state of existence? Pointing at himself. You know what? Oh god. Uh, so I'm an un. I'm a shadow of an unbeing. Yeah, apparently when you become like a certain uh, level of power, you either dissolve into everything or you uh, become. A being that casts a shadow on the wall of existence. And that shadow has a personality and thinks things like, I'm really hungry and nervous all the time. That's me, John Depp. So you're saying you are powerful enough to stop this? Why did you not start with that? H hold on, hold on. Uh, I. So there's me, John Doe, and then there's unbridled potential, which I'm the shadow of. That's a stupid name. You know... You're being very hard on this concept, and it's scary. It, it, it was a little freaky to me. Freaker for everyone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, it was completely terrifying. I can't look at it directly. It really, it's very upsetting. I don't know if it will be able to help. You could call it up. I I might be able to call it up. I don't know what it's like. I imagine it's kind of like me. If you want to try and play a game and while uh, and, or even just now, I can summon it and maybe... I don't know much about it. It, I don't know. It's weird. 
We're weird. Okay, so what you're saying is that if I draw enough power from the universe and I just stop believing, I can save this world. Hold on. That's the thing. We don't know that, and I don't believe you can be both a dreamer like you and one. Lucy Bean mentioned something about it. Uh, I think it's very complicated. No, from what I understand, I can just give up my will, my being, and just become part of the universe and stabilize it. I don't know. M maybe? I don't know. I will not benefit, but the world may still grow to produce the to produce the spark, the answer that would have would be its own thing. It could. I don't know for sure that it'll work. And if that's what you want to try, we're here with you. This is, like I said, dealer's choice here. We can try that. You can become a witch. We don't, I don't know. I couldn't make this call. But what if I become an unbeing? Then I can still live in this world, right? No, 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 no. If you become an unbeing, you exist outside of reality and you throw shadows into other worlds. Wherever the big me is, is outside of existence as we perceive it. But you wouldn't be here. You erase yourself out of the reality you're native to. There would be echoes of you in lots of different realities. But you would have never existed here, which means this world would have never come into being. What about my homeland? What about... All the dreams that I'm a part of. That's what are going to be the consequences of me being ripped apart from them. That's the thing. I, I don't think that is the right path now that we consider that option because you seem, I mean, you've always been real important, but it seems like you might be a little too important and that could really change a lot of lives in a way that I don't think you would be happy with. Okay, so let me think. So I can leave just leave in this world is I can try to live within it and hope change from within. I can go full hog on my powers and then I become one with the universe stabilize it. I can go full hog and become an unbeing, sacrificing my connections to this universe in the hopes that my shadow whatever I become can influence others. Or I can become a witch either by involving myself in an arcane matrimony with this strange woman or gambling on a witch's game. That's correct? These are really the options I have? They all sound rough. I think Joachim just started setting a pot of tea for everybody at the table right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's an 11th hour Hail Mary play. There's the spooky oil god and the other dead gods who might be able to help, but we don't know much about much about that. Yeah, I assume that Crude wants to exist. Maybe some kind of deal could be reached. Think about it. But it's not going to want anything good. And I mean, there's the entity that was Hope resting beneath Santa St. Bart, but I mean, dead, alive... I don't think it really wants to cease to exist. I don't think I have an answer right away. I think instead I look at her and say, look, I have a question for you and don't answer right away. What do you want? And I don't mean as far as what's the right choice for this grand reality shaking decision. 
I don't mean in regards to the world that you came from or any of the ones you visited. I mean, when you wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, maybe pour a cup of coffee or something. What do you want? What's a nice day? Well, a nice day is a day in which I am able to spend time with you. I'm able to cultivate the social relationship that I want on the way that I want. It's a freedom that I have here. Thing is, that freedom is also too alluring. Like, it's not worth maintaining as an illusion, and it's also not worth preserving at the cost of sacrificing the future. That is where my entire conundrum is. Because I cannot imagine just going back, hoping that whatever I glue together works, and try to continue living this life. That's just not an option. It's all deception. Thing that I want, I really want, I had it. I cannot have it anymore. I need to step up and somehow make that real, either for me or for someone else. I don't even get to act selfish. <laughs> an option, really. That's the life sometimes. But I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know what you want. You gotta have that, you know? You gotta be able to keep in mind what that perfect world's like. So let me ask you another question. What can you live with? Where do you have that chance of actualizing at least something close to what you want? Something that can slowly build into something you want. Maybe if I went back, maybe I became a witch. And she looks at Jundo. I don't know how much actualization you have as an unbeing. So I think that answer is not enough because the unbeings create the shadows to be actualized. So I think if you have to create a billion U's and send them to every possible universe to feel actualized, I don't necessarily imagine you feel that actualized in your native state. Funny, that sounds a bit like wandering on dreams. Will not be as bad. Do you manage? Man, yeah, but again, it seems lonelier than that because you did get this. It was a thing. They don't, they get my version of this, which might be there. I, I don't know. Me and the other me, it's like a dog barking at a supercomputer. We both think, but I can't imagine the scale it thinks on and how it actualizes itself, to be honest. But like I said, I, my personal opinion, if you got to make millions of you, send them all out and simultaneously feel all that to feel actualized. I don't know how actualized you are. Yeah, I suppose. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but quite literally, Lucy Bean said that witches are free. They have to play their games, but there's they're trapped in their own social role, which aren't we all. They are relatively free. They can go where they, across the realities, they can play their games. You know, it's a free choice, but bound. Uh, that's the thing. All free choices are free exactly because you have your agency limit and both choices, both becoming an unbeing, re require to give up on this one. Right. Relegated to be becoming a world of witches games. Yeah. Or of shadows of other youths living elsewhere. Right. Yeah. But and the thing is, at least on an unbeing, a shadow of her can come back to Raku. You never go back home. If she becomes a witch. Right. 
and for all intents and purposes, the shadows where they are, it's their home, which is never never has a home anyway. Right. You, you the world is your home. The multiverse is your home. There's no multiverse. She says so. You know what I mean. The shifting reality. Yes. The very currents of the reality are your home. You don't get to sit on the shore. You are always on the rim. Let me ask a follow-up question in regards to this to decide which of the two John Doe will recommend. All right, Voids. If none of this had happened, if this world had been stable, if it had started to work its way through the future to fully bloom, would you have ever gone home? I don't know. I... To be honest, I should have gone home a long ago. I've been postponing it. The thing that I did, I think at some point I'll have to go home. Like, dreams are nice, but I cannot stay on dreams forever. I understand that. What else am I going to do here? I mean, what else are you going to do when you go home? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lead the revolution? That actually sounds kind of fun. You dream of freeing the people of your home. Yeah. Okay. By the nature of this dream, as long as this dream exists, you're going to win. Oh, it's not like I'm going to make a difference here. I know I cannot make a difference here. Right. I know this world does not need me while back home. Literally nobody can even imagine the things that I have seen on dreams. Right. So that's the thing. You say that. No one can imagine what you've seen. That's what a lot of people say all the time about us, about our ideals. You cannot imagine a world without the chains of capital, without the basic things that people assume are just normal. The world is unfair by nature. But, I mean, and sure, you weaved this world together out of the shards of others, but people in those worlds dreamed of things like this. So I will say, just talking out loud, I'm sure that somewhere in your world, someone is probably dreaming of things like this. I don't know much about where you come from, but I'm sure someone there is dreaming of a world without binds. Yeah, I, I check it again. Not very productive. Why do you think I had to come to this lens? I mean... I went literally in the dreams of a dark god, you know? And the only thing that he can imagine is being stabbed multiple times, then encased in scroll. Again, like... Imagination is really limited when this is all you know. Right. And a witch can never go back to her home realm, not even if she decides to play one of her games there. Yeah, that's the thing. You will need to make a game of your home, which, you know, has its own implications. Right. I mean, that is... I'm, th- I'm considering how John Doe's, because, like, John Doe is of two minds about it. If anyone else has any questions, I need a moment to consider. For my own clarification, what would be the route using like the like the stuff with the dark gods or the dead gods what's what happens there so if you unleash the power of the forgotten dead gods that had to the quiet dead gods that had to be killed to allow civilization to emerge uh the world will survive but it will change radically because again killing them was necessary for civilized society so society as we know will be gone that seems less than ideal no that's actually great are you kidding me civilized society is a fucking worse it's literally based on the enslavement of women civilization is a mistake that is what allows everything evil I, 
No, <laughs> the principles that allow civilization to exist are fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is the option. I mean, Stafford himself said, might be a little fucky for the next couple of years, we'll be busy. Also, I don't know where you will find one because of what you did. That is my problem with it is it's less, you know, change how everything ever could work. And more, the only one we know is... Is that you kind of close that door. Like, it's the only option that uh, it really made it hard for yourselves to... Right. And the only... Yeah. The only one that arguably we know how to reach reliably is oil. Which presents its own issues. Thing is, the dream of the crude is the desert, the wasteland. So if you do that, this world will survive. The solar system will be claimed as the desert. And it will, crude will be unstoppable on its rebellion against the sun. The black sun will win. So you're going to lose the solar system. So, but again, you have an intergalactic portal. So you will be sacrificing the solar system. Boyd, I have a question. Yeah? If you were to go back to your world, do you think you would be able to finish the revolution? Not just start it, but actually finish and maybe succeed? I doubt it. I, it will really depend if I manage to convince other people. Also, I have no idea how things are back home. I, I don't know if my foster family survive it. Probably have to fight the gods themselves, which are related to me, just my information. So, I don't know. If I get enough people to believe, really believe, I think it's inevitable. I think, I think the current environment is going to collapse. That's the thing. I think more than anything that I will do, there is war coming because my siblings are fucking idiots. They're going to be either complete monsters as emperors or complete inefficient dumbasses. And they gonna tear my father's empire into pieces. So chaos is gonna inch one way or another. Because that's the only way that the nobility back home can imagine. They cannot imagine anything besides a clan war. If I go back, I'll present an alternative. I know that I need to disregard the nobility. At least the high nobility, the local rural nobility might be very easy to turn around from what I learned on the very way that things in Chile turned. And I think the spirits of the land, from what I learned from you, can be counted as allies on this rebellion against the tyranny of heaven. I think, I don't know if it's going to be the revolution, but again, what the ideology of non-ideology is not really sustainable. And it's going to be at the most fragile I might have the best shot anyone has had. That little speech, and I'm gonna, and this is how I'm gonna push at least another one off the table. So there's a problem then, Boyds. If you become an unbeing, if you cast a shadow into the multiverse, there's no guarantee that your shadow would have this kind of knowledge you need to change your home world. What do you mean? So uh, again, I don't know much about Big John, but uh, me, John told you before i woke up on a slab in la with a note that said do what comes natural i don't know much about much i mean i can sense out a vibe of a situation but 
The only thing I really know how to do besides that is more martial arts than most man has a right to. I got a lot of instincts, but you know, I don't know much about much. The shadow of you would have your instincts, which are good. It might not have the knowledge. Mm. So you're saying that I will not be able to do that if I became an unbeing? You wouldn't have the specific knowledge you might need. I mean, a version of you would go back to your home world, probably a version of you that's similar to you that left, but I don't know if it would know what happened here. Hmm, probably not. But the big me will know, right? Right. Then it will be a very risky endeavor to see if this knowledge will get back home, but all the other shadows will get it. So maybe it will be more meaningful more versions of reality. I don't... Yeah, I mean, there is a chance of that and that could be a thing. You could spread your ideal across existence. As a player, I am torn. John Doe, not not John Doe, but Brad, is torn. I, I actually do see a lot of merit in her becoming an unbeing, but I also do see a shit ton of merit in her becoming a witch. That's, that's the choice that I'm drawn between too. I think that Voids gets the most of what she wants and the least of what she doesn't as a witch because she still has independence. Not as much, but she still has some. She can, and it is troubling to run a game in your world, but she could. And she doesn't become whatever the terrifying elder beings that cast shadows are. So it seems to have plenty of unique drawbacks of its own. On the other hand, she does have the drawback of if she wants to go back to her world, having to play a game in it, which again, troubling. But I think that gets her the most of what she wants and the least of what she doesn't. But I'm interested to hear other opinions on it. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like, it seems like there is no outcome for her that is like, like there is no perfect happy ending, which is obvious. But at least in that one, I don't know. I mean, like, it seems like at least some of it works out the way she wants it to. Yeah, I think the witch path is probably the best outcome for everybody. It's not going to be perfect, like everybody said. But yeah, it's like unbeing is like, you're right. Unbeing is like, you're, you're not even a, like, even your shadows are like, not you specifically. They're a version of you projected upon the reality. At least as a witch, you would keep autonomy. And it doesn't seem like the unbeings have... The unbeings seem to have the ultimate autonomy, yet no autonomy at all. That's the other thing. And Bren, thank you. Your magnificent brain. Unbeings also, and we went over this way beginning of the conversation, they cease to exist in their home plane. Right? That's canon. Right. Mm-hmm. She cannot become an unbeing and go back. Right. I mean, no, uh, the thing is, on this case, it will be this one. Okay. Okay. The universe, which could not exist, and them at the same time, and will collapse, will be this one. Okay. So it would destroy this universe. Yeah. Uh, but also, the thing is that she will come back, but she will not come back as Antiamira. She will come up in another life. Right. Okay. Cool. Which literally prevents the advantage she needs to be able to, well, not necessarily needs, but the biggest advantage she would have in creating a new Rokugan. I mean, being an impressive is only an advantage if you want to continue the current order. 
That's fair. Fair enough. Also, it destroys this reality, which, again, her choice. Uh, no, no, it will not destroy this reality. Okay. It's going to imagine this reality with Todd White Walker. That is what it does, but it continues to stabilize it, in fact. Yeah, it's stabilized. Just without voids. Like, imagine if you never knew voids, your character. Voids was never in your lives. I I think the witch path is probably the best. I'm still leaning towards that. Yeah, it seems like the only one I can kind of justify. I agree, but and let's ask the fourth player. Lou, what do you think? Yeah. I think, and it's going to be cut off, so <laughs> back to you soon, listener. So those are all of our consequences, and that's important, but uh, in true also GM fashion, that's not the question we asked, Lou. Again, that's my opinion. I like these three options because they let me play. The others would let me let me play if we actually went back to play L5R, which I don't think we would. I think in that case, I will cast my definitive vote. And may the and may the lords have mercy on my soul. <sighs> After thinking for a while, Ante Amira raises and turns to you. This is to become a game, a witch needs pawns, furniture. I cannot have John Doe do that, but the two of you, you will become my my pawns, my furniture, which I move in games. I don't take Lucretius offer arcane matrimony and become bound to her as her priestess and get involved in her own games. You have to become my pawns and be used across versions of reality, across games, over and over and over and over again. Because if I go there without pawns, I'm dependent on winning a game. Again, I don't have the means to win. So she would need pawns if she were to take Lucretia's offer or or Lucy Bean's offer? If she is not taking Lucretia's offer. Okay, she will need pawns. Because I like that mode. You'll need pawns if she has to play a game. I would take that mode. That's it's basically that she has to play a game. That's me. So that's Bren's vote? You know what? In all honesty, yeah. I, John Doe looks and just, well, gentlemen, then we'll just have to run into each other across existence again, won't we? That's my vote. Yeah. And I think Johnny stands up and without saying anything, he just walks up to John Doe and just... Gives him a real big hug. John hugs back and signals for, for Joachim to get in on this. And for Voids. Oh, Joachim gets in. Voids grabs the Voids, all y'all. Uh, unless Voids... Wait, I think you are misunderstanding. You're not going to be able to find each other again. Unless the game board is this world. You're going to be... Pounds are going to be players. You're going to be part of the meta game. That's even more exciting. No, it's... Well, not you. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to do that. You realize that, right? But we're probably never going to see each other again in each form, other than within this world. Kid, 
fine with me. Yeah. Let it ride. Just a minute. Johnny turns back to the table and there's just on it. I think there is a big steaming bowl of Chipino. There's a pizza. There's a charcuterie spread. There's burgers and ice cream and just a little bit of everything that we've had at the lunches throughout all of it. And he says, I think reality can spare us one last lunch together before everything isn't the same anymore. We cut from this as this becomes a game board and um, we see Voidwall in a marbled garden holding a deck of cards over a chessboard facing against small rotund olive skin woman wearing a blue cloak and a crown of stars and she leans forward and moves the queen and void walker smirks and we cut back to the world 19070x and we see the gang facing off against Carter walks a Carter walks so he uses pheromones right mm-hmm. he sure does uh so we're facing him alone. We somehow tricked him into an abandoned building and we basically just vomit with perfume. And then we just at this point we walk in and somebody else can pick it up from there. John Doe in classic fashion, it just does a flying kick into him. As an important note, John Doe is now wearing a baseball tee with Voidwalker's old number on it. The question is, does it have sleeves? Yes. Oh, character development. (laughs) And just, hey, Carter, guess what? And then flying kick. As Wax sails backwards and slides against, like, I mean, slides across the floor, he slides up next to the toe of a cowboy boot. The camera pans up and we see... Johnny and his duster with his bandana pulled down and he in just full gunslinger fashion spins a revolver on his finger points it at Wax's forehead and says checkmate and fires Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarv, aka Berserkir, is played by Brent Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlatzer. They can be found at SGCADelaysec on Instagram and Young Space Dead on Twitter. They are largely imperceived. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at Judge the Barbarian on Twitter or as 
co-writer on Split Roll, where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettel and more of her stuff as Agonizing Crimson at Ichio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.